0: And welcome to the Healthy, Happy, and Whole podcast. It is Brianna and I am here with another wonderful episode. But before we get started, let's begin with our affirmations. And if this is your first time listening, I begin every episode with affirmations because we want to make new agreements with our words that speak life into ourselves and as we continue to speak life into ourselves it does strengthen our self-esteem and confidence so place your hand on your heart and repeat after me I am a magnet for healthy love I give and to receive healthy love breathe in and breathe out so, I wanted to talk about healthy relationships, but how they can be challenging, especially if you've never been in one. And the challenge most often never is about your partner, but more so about you about your nervous system, about you knowing that you are in a relationship that is good for you, that is safe for you, and you have an opportunity to be authentically you, to be vulnerable, to actually practice and experience love in new ways that allow you to continue to evolve and to continue to grow. And I was talking to my brother not too long ago, and we was just talking about relationships and how many of us don't have the tools, right? We don't, you know, a lot of us, when it comes to this relationship thing, a lot of people are winging it, right? They're trying to figure it out. And most oftentimes, in trying to figure it out, people get hurt and sometimes really, really hurt. During the process, when people don't know, as I mentioned in the last episode, when people don't have the emotional intelligence to to have empathy, to to self-regulate, right? To have self-awareness, to have accountability and all those other things that are that are needed in order to cultivate a healthy relationship. Many of us just don't have the tools. Now There are a lot of us who have seen that the way we've been loving eh, is not quite giving what it's supposed to give. So a lot of us are going to therapy, getting the resources, reading books so that we can learn how to love ourselves so that we can love other people, our children, our partners, our friends, our family in healthier ways. And a lot of us are healing and releasing the dysfunctional ideologies, the dysfunctional behaviors, and those things that are not conducive for cultivating a healthy relationship. And so that's a good thing. A lot of us are like, we leaving that stuff alone because we saw what living in that space looked like and it did not benefit us. And a lot of us are, are, are getting out there and learning how we can become healthier so that our relations our relationships thrive. And I think about it, often times we don't have the emotional maturity because we are often not allowed to, especially as children. I was a preschool teacher for many years and we don't often teach children about How to properly handle their emotions, right? Because a lot of adults don't know how to handle theirs, don't know how to self-regulate. So sometimes people can't teach what they don't know. And so if you grow up and you don't even have the space even within your own home to understand how to self-regulate, to even learn about what it looks like to have an awareness of yourself, you can actually struggle with that a bit as an adult. But I'm not going to go deep into that. (laughs) But we're going to talk about how your first healthy relationship can feel challenging because it is going to require a lot of you. And it's going to require of you to really do more of self-examination, be aware of self and how your past may play a part in the way you think, feel, move, about how you can show a patient, your emo, like all those things is going to require you to know your triggers, how you process your triggers, all those things, right? That and... You regulating your nervous system, you you feeling good within your body. And it can be challenging because you're not used to that, right? You're not used to holding yourself accountable or you may not be used to being aware that sometimes it's a you thing and not always a them problem. And so it's really oftentimes healthy relationships evolve you because you often have to deal with you within the relationship. So it it will trigger you. You will be triggered. And it's not always intentional. But it's, 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 it's an area for you to look within, to grow. And that's why I always say, yes, do some healing as a single person. Because you at least want to have some self-awareness, some emotional maturity, to know how to be accountable and things like that. So that you can at least have some tools. And then when you get into the healthy relationship, it's like, I like to say, it's like the test. Because you're going to have to put what you have learned, the tools, into practice into practice because it's one thing you know when you're single when you're like oh i'm i'm so patient i'm so this right you 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 can say that because you have you're healing and so that's what you believe but you won't actually know that until you are interacting with people (laughs) are you truly patient right are you kind (laughs) Do you extend grace? Are you compassionate? Do you have empathy? And you won't be able to display that. I mean, you can show that to yourself, right? But you you also won't be able to display that unless you are having interactions with people. So, of course, learn, heal, evolve, and grow as much as you can. But be prepared that that healthy relationship is also going to be a space for healing And a space for evolution. And the reason it can be challenging, like I said, is because you begin to realize, like, dang, the work is with me. And your partner is there to support. Your partner is there to actually sometimes show you you. Show you parts of yourself that causes you to actually go a little bit deeper, to examine a few things, right? And a lot of the times, it's not always intentional. Sometimes in just the course of interacting with this person, being around them, talking with them, you guys having your own things you may face that present a challenge to you within yourself or like, okay, wow, I'm triggered by this. But this is how I'm going to respond. This is what I'm going to do. And it can be tough when you're so used to cussing somebody out or going from zero to 100 real quick. When you're used to not taking accountability. When you're used to only seeing your perspective in things. When you're used to being impatient, right? Right? it's gonna require you to be who you say that you are consistently. It will that's why a lot of the times some people often self sabotage because even though within they know like that's the kind of relationship they wanna be in A lot of the times they sabotage it because they're just not really ready for it. (laughs) Because it does require you to really look at you. It really does. My first healthy experience really showed me my fears, my anxiety, my fear of being hurt. And it was the first healthy experience that I had, which really made me, you know, look at myself. Like, what are you afraid of? Why are you triggered by that? And so it allowed me to continue to do the work. And it's when I really learned what is, when it's a me thing, like when it's my stuff. And then when it's things that him and I will have to discuss. And a lot of the time it was me. (laughs) It was me. It was me. It was me. I've actually had... A couple of healthy experiences. One, really good and helped me see me. Another one, same, helped me see me, but on another level. First one was really cool. Like I said, I I began to really realize the first one that I had that, you know, I had all these fears and anxiety and things like that which caused me to actually go to therapy to explore deeper and therapy was really good in the sense that it gave me an opportunity to speak someone to someone who gave me another perspective and then on the flip side it was almost like the revelations and downloads that I would receive when I would meditate and Things like that will often be confirmed in therapy, which lets me know, like, I was on the right track. I was on the right track, especially with having this keen awareness of who I was and why I was fearful and things like that. So the first healthy experience brought To like, like I said, my fears and my anxiety around being vulnerable, opening myself up, which in that experience I did, but only to a certain extent because I wasn't going to be hurt (laughs) in that one. And it was a good experience a mutual respect, a mutual understanding, and I was able to do some, some, some growth there, some healing. But it wasn't until my second healthy experience that I actually, like, even went deeper and really evolved and really grown spiritually. And I believe it had a lot to do with the love that was present there. And the first healthy experience, it... It was we were cool, and there was a mutual respect, but it was a it was just different than the second one. It was healthy because of the way we treated each other. like I said, it was a mutual thing. There was no dysfunction, no drama, no anything a mutual experience. A friendship of uh, it was a good time. the second one a little bit different, again, allow me to come face-to-face with me and really even go deeper with myself. Because, as I mentioned, you know, we can say a lot of things consciously because we are evolving, but when you have to really face certain things, you're like... (laughs) I still got a little bit of work to do. And so you learn to be patient with yourself. As I said, you learn when it's a you thing and when it's a them thing. And you learn how to work things out accordingly. You you understand, like, not to take everything so personal. You learn that sometimes you're projecting And so what projection looks like is you telling yourself, you're projecting how you believe they feel regarding a situation, right? So projection could look like you don't care about me because you want to go hang out with your friends, you're projecting that they don't care about you. Because that may not, that's what you feel that they feel. And that's a projection. When the real issue is, you are upset because they're hanging out with their boys. And so instead of, when you project and say, you don't care, you are already assigning feelings to them that you don't know to be true or not. When the real thing is, I feel. You don't care about me when you XYZ. It's like you when you say you, right? When you <laughs> assign feelings to them that they haven't even that is your your projection of what you believe they are to feel, that they feel, when it's really what you feel, right? So it could be anything like you know, I had a situation and I mentioned it pretty time plenty of times where it was this, like, oh, do you think I'm doing too much? I'm doing too much, right? And I'm projecting onto him because in my mind, I believe I'm doing too much. So if I believe that about me, he has to believe that too, right? So it's like, I'm getting ready to project that onto him. I'm doing too much. You Like, you think I'm doing too much. And he said to me, That's the vocabulary you're using. That's not the vocabulary I'm using, which which showed me like that's all you. (laughs) That's not my thoughts. That's not my words I'm using. And so in our healthy experiences, right, we learn how not to project. We learn how to pause. We learn how to know that just because we feel this does not mean that they feel that. And when we approach situation, we need to talk about the truth, and the truth is how we feel. We can't say for sure how they feel. And so, it's just learning different things, and sometimes we don't even know that we do this, because sometimes we were so used to doing it. Transferring our our, How we feel and assuming that's how they feel. When you always need to talk about you. I feel this way. This is what it seems like to me. Those things, right? When we... And that's some things, again, when you're used to being in a unhealthy relationship and you're used to always... You, 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 you're going to have to now change that, work on your projections, work on that, and be aware of when you're doing that. Because sometimes, again, you can just do it without being aware because you're so used to it. And so those are certain things like we have to work on. Once we become cognizant that we are doing it, it's something that we have to pay close attention to so that we don't spend our time in our relationship constantly projecting onto our partners what we believe that they feel when it's really of our own feelings, right? And so, and then it's the regulation of your nervous system. Because for a lot of people we experience pain within the body as well. And it's a beautiful book called The Body Keeps the Score, which is a is a deep read. It is it's about three three hundred or so, for almost close to four hundred pages. But it really is a good read about how we store pain and trauma within the body, with you know, and we, we have to regulate our nervous system to not perceive this relationship as a threat to us, right? That this relationship is not going to harm us, hurt us, right? That we are essentially safe there. We have to regulate, do the work on our nervous system. And I'll do a podcast about that because that is something that I'm diving deeper and learning about as well, about when we have a dysregulated nervous system and how we begin to regulate that so that we can be safe presently in the relationship that we're in and we know that it is not a threat to us. Because usually if we feel... Something is a threat. That's why we often we're, were do fight or flight, right? So any little thing, you either want to fight about it or you, I'm done, right? And it could be the smallest thing. It could be, it could be that, <laughs> what's an example? It could be that you guys had a, had miscommunication, Right, because a lot of times people feel like healthy relationships, you may not have any miscommunication, but you're human. So let's say there was a, a miscommunication. You thought one thing, they thought something different, and so y'all trying to work it out now, because it is a small, it feels like conflict, right? It's a feel like conflict now, but in your mind, conflict is not healthy. So now you perceive this as a threat. And so you are like, oh, we're going to either going to argue about it or you're going to be like, well, I'm just done. I'm done with I'm done with this. You got you want to you want to leave. But you have to begin to regulate your nervous system. Understand that we can still be healthy together and learn how to navigate this miscommunication in a healthy way by hearing one another out. But when we are afraid, when we are, when we feel that this is a perceived threat to us, we're going to do either want to run or we're going to fight. Or we may not do nothing at all. And so you have to remind yourself that this is a good relationship. We're just having a misunderstanding. And learn how to work through it because you are going to have like I said when it's when you're used to everything being so dysfunctional so traumatic I'm so I'm dysfunctional so unhealthy you have to remind yourself that this is safe here that this was a misunderstanding Because he's showing up, I'm showing up. He speaks to me kindly, he's respectful. I'm res- like, you have to remind yourself, right? And understand the difference. That this is a healthy relationship. The ones I was in prior were not, but this is. And a misunderstanding does not mean the relationship is done. So things like that we have to constantly work through and talk ourselves through and understand. And it takes work. (laughs) It really does. But it's beautiful work because it really strengthens the connection when they are aware of who they are, their childhood pain or trauma, their relational patterns, their things and then you are aware of that and you both are healing individually and healing together as a couple having an understanding of where that your person is understanding that healthy relationships are not synonymous with perfection and so you're not requiring a perfect person but you have a requirement of a person who wants to get it right just as you do and so you both are implementing tools, are learning as you go, are healing, and you have real patience with each other. It's, it's a place of coming to give, coming to pour, and not where you guys are constantly tearing one another down. You understand perspective. You understand that their reality is not your reality. But it really does take the inner work it really does and that's why it can feel challenging because you are in new territory this is different and to be vulnerable right and I want to do an episode just about vulnerability to now have to be vulnerable I mean true vulnerable because if you want true deep connection will require you to open yourself up in a way that you may have never and that can feel scary because you are now saying like this is me and you don't know all the time how somebody will receive that, so that in itself can be challenging when you're revealing more and more and more parts of you, the innermost parts of you your your fears, your desires your the way you truly love your authentic self, and a lot of the times. It takes being in a healthy environment for you to do that. And having somebody who accepts and appreciates you, all of you, flawed you. Mm-hmm. And it does. It requires a level of vulnerability that can be challenging. If you, if you have always been surfaced with people out of fear of nobody's going to accept you, that could be, you know... Because a lot of t- <clears throat> a lot of times our deepest desire is to be loved for who we are. Not for the money, not for the accolades, not for you know our degrees, but we want to be loved for who we are. When we share with a person what we truly like, what we truly think, how we truly feel, what truly brings our soul joy, what what we're afraid of, what hurts us, what makes us sad. And that's that's something that, like, if you want a deep, profound connection, you got to be vulnerable because that allows for you to be intimate emotionally. It's like a certain nakedness that you have you know because oftentimes we can get naked with the person physically and that's something that can be beautiful but it's another thing to be naked emotionally and you like this is me that is scary for a lot of people because when they think about to back to <clears throat> their childhood And things like that, a lot of the times they've always, always had to pretend to be someone that they're not so that their families can be satisfied with them so that their friends or their community or society, whatever. And so when you get into your healthy relationship and now you're like, I got to be vulnerable. I got to show them me. And showing them you is not just all of your trauma, quote-unquote, but it means everything about you. It's the real you, the authentic you, like all of that. And so you got to be prepared for that. But healthy relationships are loving They're not perfect, but they are loving. Each day is a choice to show up and be loving. Not only to yourself, but to that person. To be gentle with them, to try not to be defensive, to receive them with love and to share that love with them. It is an ever-growing journey of loving yourself, doing the internal work, so that you can be better for yourself and better in your relationships, And that's where that challenge comes in, because it is a great deal of work. <laughs> but it's beautiful. When you really get the experience that love that you you knew was there. And this is in I'm talking romantic, but even in developing healthy friendships, getting healthy with your family is it, it 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 just does something for us when we have these meaningful relationships that's Not always full of cussing somebody out or demeaning somebody or flying off the handle or being impatient, letting our triggers and our emotions get the best of us. But we're able to, like, even if we get upset, we handle it in a way that's not going to be a detriment to what we are cultivating, Right? So you, can, you, you, you understand that, I yeah, I can be angry, but I'm not going to call him his I'm not going to disrespect him. I'm not going to disrespect her. I'm upset, but I'm not going to talk about his mother or demean him or demean... Like, it's those ways that we learn that we can feel, but we also can feel and still be loving. Like, I'm angry at you right now. <laughs> like I'm pissed like why well, you know but and but this is how I'm gonna act it's learning that just because you grew up one way and then grew up a different way does not make them wrong in the way they fold towels cuz they fold them differently from you. It's like stuff like that that you begin to realize like when they truly say you pick and choose. You know, you learn what's really important. And in a healthy relationship, it's really is honesty. Mm, no unfaithfulness. No doing someone dirty. No petty stuff. But again, like I said, it could be challenging. And challenging doesn't mean that the love cannot be easy. Because it can still feel easy, like between you two, like this just flow, right? Like you have this just effortless flow between you two, like this this energy of love but there will be challenges because you are imperfect human bringing another imperfect human to your world and you have to navigate that the smallest things annoy people the smallest things can get people upset that sometimes they didn't even know But healthy relationships are beautiful they are loving and they are worth it like I said it's about learning some things are not always personal it's about grace it's about compassion it's about your discernment your wisdom but most importantly it is about love being in the presence of it you know, people always say, well, relationships, we need more than love. I feel like everything that we need is like a component of love. When you talk about respect, trust, honesty, you know, the list goes on. I feel like that's like, you know, if love was a bag, right, all that stuff would be inside the bag, bag of love. Like, all those things to me are components of love. I think the reason sometimes we say, I think the reason society we say all. We always say we need more than love. I think it's because of how we have defined love. And I talked about that. So we think, you know, that is not enough. But if all those things are comprised of it, honestly, like it's like if you love a person, you're going to be honest and this and that respectful, et cetera, et cetera, in my opinion. So Show up. But show up to grow. Show up to realize that sometimes it's going to be you. Sometimes it's going to be y'all. Sometimes going to be a you thing that you need to work through. Then sometimes it's going to be a y'all thing y'all may have to work through. But be open and receptive and realize that you are going to be faced with a lot of things that you're going to have to look in the mirror and be like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Well, well <laughs> And so we just have to continue to evolve, continue to ask ourselves, what do we really want? And how can I become better in those areas where you are aware that you need to grow? in those areas where you need to grow? So, continue to do your healing work. not about perfection, but it is about evolution, about growing. And you can have the relationship you desire if you're willing and ready to look at you. So, until next time, be healthy, be happy, be whole.